0: and we are underway from rainbow bay to rainbow beach to the switch and everything in between i'm gonna have fun and you're gonna have fun yeah, a funny day. Cool. have fun now your new local you're gonna love this place it's the rush hour with lisa
1: jones liam and dobbo happy wednesday podcast family triple n's rush hour with lisa jones
2: liam and dobbo here just saying it feels like a thursday yeah, but it's hump day, unfortunately. Wednesday. Yeah. It, I don't know. It just has a Thursday feel at to end it. End
1: of a week. You, if you told me today was Friday, I'd believe you.
2: Oh, uh, I would have believed Thursday, yeah. Mm. Okay. But it's okay. It's one of those.
1: Everyone's saying Thursday's a new Friday anyway. What yeah. else, yeah. Especially with this four-day school week that's apparently coming to oh, town. Yeah. Now, question for you both. You have uh, no doubt slept over at friends' places, used the spare room. Yes. And you've also hosted people.
2: Yes. In a spare room. Yeah. What's the etiquette?
1: What's the etiquette if you are a guest in someone's house, in their spare room, a friend, you... Before or
0: after? Uh, the after, morning after, I'm talking. You I... sleep in the bed? Yep. Yeah. What you strip he... the, what he... you yeah, strip you the sheets. The sheet. okay. you yeah, are, you take the sheets. You ask them straight away, would you like me to strip the sheets? And we always would do, do it ourselves. But you offer also that if i happy to remake it for you. Like I always if I stay just uh, start in your place sheets? with new sheets, say, Hey guys, happy if you've got a set of sheets, I'll strip the sheets, put new sheets on and then it's ready okay. for the next guest. Is that Lisa? Yes. Yeah,
2: generally and also if I am hosting someone, I mm. will say, Don't worry about the bed, I'll do it. Okay. So why? What have oh, what have you done?
1: Well, I went a different tact. Oh,
2: of course you did. i are very just, rude. I just well, I I just
1: made the bed look like I hadn't slept in it. <laughs> I just, like, pulled the covers over. I, just, <laughs> I stayed at a mate's house. Like, and like, literally, I got there late. We were getting up early. And I was maybe in the bed for all of four hours. Jarmies and, on or off? Yeah, I don't sleep nude like See, this is the thing. I'm, I'm pajama
0: up. I, I've got no jammies on. so You should it. burn the sheets when you stay at <laughs> friends' houses if you're sleeping nude. What? What Burning's a little
1: weird. Well, I don't think you should sleep
0: nude at other people's houses. Why?
1: Because you're a guest.
0: <laughs> I sleep nude at home. Why would I change my standards when I'm away from home? Because
1: it's not your home. Yeah, but hang on. So there it's... are other standards.
0: Well, no one's had a crack clothing at me. standards. No one... There's not. A... I didn't see a sign saying you must wear clothing to bed. Do you disclose to people when you stay at their house?
1: <laughs> I sleep nude. FYI, I sleep nude.
0: No. I think you should. I think that would be polite. I don't think that that's anybody's business. I
1: I think so. Would that you get it
0: on in someone else's house in someone else's bed? Absolutely not. Well, I mean, come on, mate. Of course I wouldn't. That's a bit awkward, isn't it? Incredibly. If you're in a, if you're away and you're in someone else's house, I'm someone else.
1: If I'm a guest in someone else's home, I think I can tr- control myself for a night. Oh, well.
0: oh well, if you you're on your work. own. No, no, Wait, I'm what? saying <laughs> you, no, no. <laughs> I'm saying if him and Alana are staying oh, at a guest house. as a house, couple. Oh. As a couple, and they're at a guest house. I thought you were house. saying
2: when I'm, a, I'm at oh, someone's yeah. house, not we, if we're at you someone's know what? house. My
0: answer applies to both scenarios. Yeah, oh, really? Actually, it's a
2: no to both. Oh. Yeah.
0: I wish I had that control.
2: Oh. <laughs> so not only are you nude. <laughs> what? Uh, my offence of, of just off
1: making from. the bed as though I've never slept in it is far less significant, I think, than what old mate's doing yeah, over here and yeah, nudging up bad. and getting it on in other people's guest rooms.
2: There's a reason why he has to strip the bed because it's crunchy. Oh. <laughs> that
1: wasn't cool for. Oh. So in short. That's why,
2: that's why you don't need to. You in, can just put the. In short, next time, sheets I it. should
1: offer to strip the bed.
2: Yeah. Okay. As it be a be a polite guest. Right, okay. Good.
1: Glad we sorted that
2: out. <laughs> there is one swimmer that I do want to point out today. Her name is Gabrielle Rose, and the reason she is so extraordinary is she has qualified for the 2024 Olympic Trials, not the Olympic team, but the Olympic trials, to be selected for the US Olympics in Paris right. next year at 46 years of age. Awesome. That is Unbelievable. She's already been to two Olympics. She's a dual citizen. So she represented Brazil in the 96 Atlanta Olympics, where she got 14th in the 100 fly. So she made it to a uh, semi final. Um, she was also 200 IM and 100 free. But she also went to the 2000 Olympics, represented the US, and was seventh in the 200 IM. That's- so this is your age, She's no, your age. No,
1: she's, she's young younger 46. than
0: me. I'm 47.
2: She's basically Young, your yeah, age I know. and she's a chance to get to the Olympic Games. Yeah, so she went a 109.42 to just scrape into qualifying time and a 231.68. She's also made it for qualifying for the 200 metres breaststroke. So so she's she's going to be trialling for trial. the Olympic Games she's in d- your in my Stroke? events, yes. Okay. Look, she's not going to make it because there's people like Lydia Jacoby you know? and Lily King. She might get – oh, Well, who knows? How old the are you? fact that she's she... got to
0: an Olympic trial, though, speaks oh, volumes. Like, the enormity of that at that age. is
2: huge. And she's made it in the US trials too, which is arguably the hardest in the world to make because the depth that they have, even just to scrape in. So 109 is the qualifying just to get to the trials. Right. That's not even –
1: What was your best? Was your world
2: record one hundred five oh nine, and I did that in two thousand and six. How old are you now? Uh, Thirty-eight.
1: How old were you when you
2: retired? Twenty-seven.
1: Would you come back? No. <laughs> well, no,
2: no, she- no, 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 no. That's not,
1: let's not get so hasty, Lisa. <laughs> There's a chance for Dobbo and I to experience some, you know, peripheral glory here. <laughs> why? Why can't you? When when the Olympics are in Paris, so next year in July, they start, start yeah, in July. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, mid, yeah, July. All right.
1: So when are the Aussie trials? Uh, they'd be mid-April.
2: They're closer to the
0: Olympics Just, this year, okay. so they're yes, they actually they're are doing closer than normal. Closer. So, so, yeah.
1: For, what could you <laughs> sure swim? Sure, you get a wildcard entry. What could <laughs> you <laughs> swim, could you swim so? if you jumped in the pool and punched out a hundred oh, breaststroke? Right now, I don't now? know
2: if I could finish it without tearing my groin. Yeah. Um. Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe one twelve. Maybe, which is two and a half
1: seconds slower than what old oh, Gabby Rose is swimming at. Yeah, but she's fit. Liesl, you've got five
0: months. Liesl.
1: <laughs> why don't we give her? How us do a we crack? get a wild card no entry? Way. How do we
0: get her a wild card entry? Like you Isn't know, it
1: like Captain's just, pick? That, 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 this is exactly right. We're about to talk about golf in a minute. If you win the Masters, you get to go Automatic every year. Card. Oh. I would
0: say that the Australian <laughs> coach, Rowan, is your former coach. Yes, my right? personal coach, yeah. Mate, oh, if I... I made the phone call and said, mate, you got one chance Jones in, I, I actually think a birdie <laughs> told me that he would absolutely love you to he come out. of would
2: and... that, but then also I have to do the training. So That's I all right. I'm hey, hey, to we'll do that. for radio. Let's,
0: <laughs> let's, let's
1: just, I've got one last trigger to pull, Don. Let's <laughs> just see if we can't get the competitive juices flowing again.
0: She's a half of <laughs> in front of the red line. Liesel Jones.
2: And she's making a comeback in Paris. You know what's worse is when you feel awful compared to how great you feel there. Let's do it,
1: Jones. You got five months. All oh, right, we can sure. get you to the games. We'll you lose can do about it. twenty-five kilos. Five
2: Olympics. Think about that.
0: Doing. I'll go. I'll <laughs> go the trials. A as well. ring
2: okay. for every Olympics. <laughs> oh, sure. Okay.
0: Pfeiffer. <laughs>
2: you, Liam and Dobbo, were out. You played the Pro-Am at the Australian PGA Royal Queensland Golf Club this morning. Yeah, uh, was... You don't look terribly impressed, Dobbo. <laughs> oh, Did look, I had a tough happen?
0: day. I had a tough day. I will say this. I, I, there is one thing when you normally go around on, on a weekday and, and have a hit, and then when you get to a Pro-Am – It doesn't matter how you look at it. Things just get a little bit more difficult. And Mm. early on, I struggled. But I will say this about it. It helps when you've got a professional. We had a a great bloke today by the name of Gunnar Weeby, who is an American golfer who helped us and helped me considerably. After about nine holes, he said to me, mate, you're doing everything right except one thing. Change my game, I would Mm. say, straight away. Really. But old mate here. He had a day out to remember. Really? And I will say this. Early on, he was with me. And then something around the fourth or fifth hole, it went bang. And he birdied a par three today where everybody else, no one else got near it. Like, oh. no one else got near it. It could have been, and I'm going to go out on a limb, the best golf shot he's ever played. Uh, Liesel. I had a
1: good day. I had a good day, and it started because on the T block when we met Gunner and his and his caddy Graham, who were both incredible gentlemen. When we met Gunner on the T block, it was we had the Triple M signage in the background, and we said, "Oh, can we grab a photo? Because this is the station we work for." And Gunner said, "Oh, wow! What do what you guys do?" And Dubbo?" I was explaining, "Oh, we do a show in the afternoons, uh, and Liam and I both call football." And Gunner, after we had the photo, Gunner then turned and said, "So, how did you guys get into it?" Looked to me and said, "Did you used to play?" Oh, are you an athlete? Oh, that's very kind. And I, and I, at that point, the smile came across oh. my face. and I thought, "I'm going to enjoy this man's company." He thought I was i uh, I'm physically capable of being a professional athlete. <laughs> no, we had a wonderful day, but we got to the eleventh hole, Path three. Gunner did suggest was helping me with my club selection, but Liesel, what Gunner doesn't realize is. F- for the rest of my life, I will tell anybody and everybody that on this day I beat a professional golfer on one hole.
2: Oh, on one hole! On I one hole you of the golf. Whole thing. On one hole of golf. Oh, Liesel went... Jones,
0: yeah. Gunnar Weeby, hold
1: on to that. Will forever be my bunny. I knocked him <laughs> off. He you had did. a three.
2: I had a two. Just saying, Gunnar, you can never take that away from me. Never. No way. Never take that away from oh, me. Oh, you can etch that in history mm-hmm. because there are some people out there that are professional in what they do and mm. sometimes amateurs do beat you. And you just live on and those
0: stories. There is everybody out there that's got the story and I'm sure there are people who claim that they've I beat Liesl Jones. Now
2: I'm sure this person doesn't claim that they do. I'm sure they don't Bother doing that, but I still talk about this person who was far better than me when she was twelve, and she was my arch nemesis. And it was Sarah Bowd. She was Sarah Bowd. She, she bowed. Bowd. She dominated everything, and we still talk about her in my friendship group. You ever run into Sarah Bowd? I haven't seen her for a very long time, and I'm pretty sure she's still on the peninsula. But uh yeah, when what I does come, she do? Um, I think she was doing hairdressing last time I was, I guarantee, came across it. But she is her her in my history of far better the than me as a 12-year-old. I guarantee far every better.
1: client who sits down in that chair, if the haircut goes for long enough at some point. Do
2: you reckon?
0: I used to beat Lisa I used to Jones.
1: Not, yeah,
2: no,
0: Lisa Jones. That
2: oh, she cleaned Olympia. me up in every, every, really? category, you know every category. I, I don't so know good. how many
0: people I've heard talk about that they – they scored a try against Darren Lockyer when he was playing for <laughs> Wondowan for the diehards out of the Like, yeah. you know, seriously, I, I don't know how many kids, oh, yeah, when I was young, I used to play against Darren Lockyer and school him. Yeah, well. Let's see ha- how many it, we can get off. Yeah. One,
1: two, three, five, three.
0: When did you beat a champion? Yeah. When you, uh, Sarah
1: Bowd, if you're listening, give us a call. Doesn't, matter,
0: doesn't matter what age you beat
1: him. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. Because Sarah Bowd She me up could
2: too. could always
1: claim to have uh, dusted up Lisa Jones in the pool, which is in not every something category, every people stroke. can do. No. Exactly right. One, triple, three, five, three. I knocked a, off a, uh, a professional golfer today in one hole. Can't take that away from me. One, triple, three, five, three. When did you beat a champion? Rush Hour, Triple M.
2: Richard from Holland Park. Did you beat a champion?
0: I did. I beat Peter Brock.
2: Oh, how did you do that? Like late break. Awesome.
0: Uh, early 2000s, I was in a rally event um, in rural Victoria, and um, Peter Brock was in it um, with, uh, I think it was his daughter at the time. And one of the events on the on, in um, rural Victoria was a skid pan event. We had to go in amongst all the witches' hats and park and do it in the, and do it as fast as you can. And I was in a 1950 FJ Holden Ute, and he was in the Monaro. But, and I've got a better time than he did. Oh, oh my God. Richard.
2: That is, I love that. That's, mate, so that's good. Mate,
0: that's a great, great call. I
2: love that he, Peter Brock was in a Monaro too. Yeah, yeah, Richard, Richard, <laughs> you
1: have you have defeated the king of the mountain in a driving contest. We have got a crack and rum gift pack for you, mate. Enjoy legendary moments and legendary black spice rum this summer with a crack and gift pack.
0: Discover legendary flavour today.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Thanks, guys. Yeah, you're welcome. That's too
0: good. Good on you. Patty from Kelvin Grove. Good afternoon. How you going, mate? All right. Who have you rolled? Uh, so not many people will know him, but five-time world steer wrestling champion Luke Branquino from the States. Uh, he's one of the best of all time. Like, if, you, if you're into steer wrestling, like, this yeah. is the Grand Beat, Poobot. Mate. You've beaten him? Yeah, yeah. Uh, by default, not you know, same but different. So yeah. Nebo Rodeo 2014. Yeah. Uh, Luke's over here, goes in the steer wrestling, rides past his steer, so he posts no time. Right, I come out, I, I did it pretty ordinary time. I was 10 seconds, but uh, I beat him. doesn't matter, Paddy. It doesn't, matter. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Anybody who doesn't yeah. know where Nebo is, it's just it's just between Mackay and Rockhampton. Yeah. There's so. a lot in yeah, that story yeah. that Paddy yeah. just told
1: us that I didn't understand. I knew everything but, what he was saying. Yeah,
2: yeah. Still proud. <laughs> I reckon I would have understood. I understood the lot. <laughs> yeah. Everything, mate. Everything. I love it. You still beat him. Awesome, Paddy. Murray from the Gold Coast. Did you beat a champion? Well, I did. But the, blo- the first bloke's taken the wind out of my sails. It's um, okay. They're still all worthy. <laughs> um, I beat Lowndes' time at the Hamilton Island go-kart track, and I beat it with a time tw- – well, the last three numbers were 0.888, which oh. is lounge's number. Triple-A racing. Triple-A racing. Murray. True story. Oh. And I, I put name up on the board, and they said no because I wasn't a V8 driver. And I said, I said, 'You're anything special?' I said, yes, 'Yes, I'm a, I'm a Jedi Knight.' Uh, <laughs> oh, I right. can't believe
0: that you've beaten Lounsy on a go kart track. Same oh, thing. Oh, right. That is epic. That to me, that's a huge win. Yeah, right. Dennis Take from it. Marsden, good afternoon. How are you? I'm good.
1: I'm very good.
0: Who'd you beat, mate? Uh,
1: Tony
0: Toner. when did yeah. you when did you beat him? Um, at well, what? We, <laughs> we, and Tony, we went to school together. Yeah, uh, I think we
2: we're about. 14 or
0: 15 and they beat Tony Cowell in javelin. Oh, javelin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dennis, hey, it you've still been counts. Him. The great tons have <laughs> got beaten in javelin. It still counts.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like that. Oh, it so
1: still good. counts. Yeah. Yeah, it does. It's exactly. a win. Yeah. Somewhere Tony is just sitting stewing
2: about that. Yeah. yeah. He'll, ne- he'll never get over it. Never. Maybe you got him back in the triple jump. Who knows? <laughs> We know Schoolies is going on at the moment on the Goldie. And Gold Coast bottle shops have been swarmed, of course, for children that are of drinking age. They're over the age of 18. But they're not selling the drinks that you think that they're going to be selling. Schoolies used to be about, you know, VB and stuff, and you get heavy into the beers and whatnot. But it's actually the hard solo that they're choosing. They're buying... Do you know who the solo man was or is? Joel Creasy's dad. Really?
0: really? Joel Creasy's
2: dad. Comedian is the Joel solo, Creasy. Yeah, he's a solo man. He had a good man. mo. He had yeah. a good
0: mo. Um, can I just say, I think you're onto something because I got a video off my son and I showed you both that with him drinking a, a, a bottle of drink. And I initially thought it was a beer. No. I've. It was a Vodka Cruiser. I and was I'm so
2: like, surprised. Yeah,
0: it was a Vodka Cruiser, orange-flavoured Vodka oh. Cruiser. Hard Solo.
1: So now this is the one, they, they've they actually, the Advertising Bureau Authority or whatever.
2: Yeah, they've changed the they name. They've changed it to? Um, Hard Rated. Hard Rated. It's a weird yeah. name. I don't know. I love Solo, but I think there was a bit of a blurred line that they were trying to... Well, I think the the the
1: complaints that they received, yeah. CUB, this is a CUB product. The complaints yeah. that they received was that clearly it is targeted towards the younger people. the younger people and yeah. inappropriately so. And originally, I think it was passed okay. Now they've come back out the alcohol beverages advertising code scheme yeah. has come out and said, "Yeah, you got to change the name of this thing because, it, yeah, basically you're you're trying to you're, the inference could be, yeah. you're taking a soft drink, yeah." And trying to get people to drink an alcoholic version. That's
2: right. And it is and it's so tasty because it's alcoholic lemonade. So it tastes as,
0: like
2: solo. Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah. I haven't tried one. What was your
0: first drink? I mean, I don't want to say oh, what was what I wasn't was a big
2: drinker, but if I did go to uh Fridays in the Valley, it was probably a Smirnoff double black oh. or a Smirnoff or um yeah, one of those probably yeah, probably a double black off oh. Double and Lemon
0: Ruskies.
2: Oh, they were quite tasty, actually.
0: They yeah. used to roll you a bit when you were yeah, yeah.
2: You, yeah You're a, a different generation. Lisa and
1: I are a similar generation. Yeah, Lisa, just, I just want to try something quickly. Mm. Talking about, you know, the drinks you used to drink when you just oh, turned 18. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. West Coast Coolers.
2: Oh, so good. So, so Were they so good. amazing? They were the best because what are they?
1: I don't know, but they were delicious. They're They're, kind back, of refreshing. In they're back in they fashion. They are. Right. They're back in fashion. They're at our
2: Mitchelton Bowls Club. I did have one, but they're quite expensive. They're not the 80s yeah. prices that they
1: used to be. What, was, what in your day, back in your day, back in the day of black and white TV and when the horses walked the streets with carts on the back, what did you used to drink when you just turned 18? Passion Pop. Oh, no. <laughs> That's still
0: our what, generation. Yeah. We used to drink. Goon Goon oh, wine And oh. Wild peach was our drink. We, wild, wild peach, peach? Yeah, was that. Peach. What's it's wild a fruity. Peach? It's the nectar of the gods, we used to call it.
2: But it's
0: a wine. It's discontinued now. Uh, it was called Wild Peach. And wild Peach. I want some. Wild Peach. It was beautiful. And also, the, fr- the, the drink that was the rage was called, they were called Sub Zeroes. I remember Sub Zeroes. They came out when in about 93 or 4. Well, it's sort of like a vodka cruiser, mm. but oh. Wild Peach was the greatest drink but we used to do a job on that it was cheap and nasty and really we used to play put it on the uh, clothesline and play Wheel of Good I'm going to find that you guys
1: ever get a thing called Two Dogs no what's it was another two dogs? kind of hard lemonade type, type the Sub
0: Zero was the, the, the they I broke the ground Sub Zero for all these vodka <laughs> cruisers
1: know. what about
2: Midori illusions <laughs> Dumb.
1: <laughs> if you had a rough night on the Midorium Illusions oh, the you knew hangover. it because I loved it.
2: We've just got a call.
1: Craig in Brisbane has called through and right now all I can see is something called brown musket. I don't know what that is. It sounds oh, like whatever he used to get drunk on back one triple three five three. Tell us about the drink. From back in the day. Tell us about whatever what, it was that when you turned the, the 18. drink that you used yeah, to Yeah, we, we want to hear about do a job. One, three, five, three. we basically want to hear about what you first got pissed on. Cam
2: in Burpengary East, what did you used to buy?
0: G'day, legends. Um, yeah, look, I'm about, um, I'm around uh, Dobbo Zero. I remember the Sub-Zeros, but they brought them out with a test tube on the side called a Stinger. Yes, they what? did. And you drop nice? the test tube in it, yeah, and then you treat the whole thing. Yeah, they got kiboshed pretty quick. Yeah,
2: they went. Hold they on. were there for what,
1: a small moment. What was in the test tube camp?
0: So like blue kura or or um, yep. raspberry vodka or something like <gasps> yeah, that. That's it exactly right, oh guys.
1: They sound amazing.
0: Yeah, <laughs> they were good. Yeah. And the other good one, uh, you remember, a square bear when it was a 750, not a 700. A hundred percent. What's and a square bear? She was Before, it was a Smirnoff. Oh, the square bears were beautiful, like Smirnoffs. Right. Yeah, bottle of, bottle of Rump, rum and, and Baltic
2: was the original Smirnoff
0: black. Yeah. Yes. Okay.
2: Interesting. I love it. Cam, was sounds like you might have
1: worked in a bottle back yeah. in the day.
0: Yeah. Jacob from Mango Hill. G'day, mate. Good day, uh We used to at home when Carlton brought out a beer called Cold Shots, and it was a beer <laughs> with a shot of vodka in it.
2: <laughs> oh, you're joking! See, I've had beers oh, with a rum
0: a... chaser, but I've never known that they'd already oh, have a shot of vodka a... in there. Oh, yeah. My. Yeah. So it was a gateway to disaster. And when <laughs> we went out, we'd go up to uh, the Indy Temple back when it was upstairs at Rosie's. Yeah. Oh, and they wow. Dollar cowboys, and you grab a mate, line a bar oh. with them, and start at each end, and hope for the best. Oh. <laughs> this is why. This is why they've been shot at certain hours, nice and we things. don't have. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah it, this is why, why we can't, I
2: wonder why they banned those. <laughs> yeah. Sue from Logan. What was the drink of choice when you turned eighteen? Well, it was actually it was a little bit before I was eighteen. I was a bit of a naughty girl. Yeah. When I was fourteen, I went to a party oh. at Mount Gravatt, and we I drank um, blackberry nip. What um, is that? Blackberry Nip, nip is a liqueur oh. that's made from blackberries. <laughs> so I drank a whole bottle of it oh. and I vomited purple for four days. <laughs> that's <laughs> and what I'm you really get. glad that you don't know what it is because yeah. it is the devil's elixir, that stuff. It's, I tell you. She hasn't had a
0: ribena since. No she hasn't
2: been able to go way. near the thing. Thank you, Sue. Hit.
0: Bill from Alex Hills, good afternoon. How are you? Good, mate. Yourself. All right. What are you, what was the drink, mate? Mate, the old Nickoff cast vodka and orange wine. <laughs> oh,
2: hold a on. Vodka orange wine.
0: Yeah, it was like nine percent <gasps> and it was like about ten bucks for a box of it, like two liters. And it was like dead set like drinking mold juice. <laughs> I'm
1: I'm just I'm just bringing up a picture. Liesel. Oh look, look at, at this. it. <laughs> I never even heard of that. It looks like something that's been smuggled out of Russia. Yeah. It, it
2: looks very flammable. So that was vodka
0: wine Bill. It was vodka and orange cast that they sold it as, but it was virtually a vodka and orange flavoured wine and it was like <laughs> rocket fuel. It's uh. like, it sounds like wild peach, mate. And I've that, got that, heartburn that, just yeah. thinking yeah. about it. Right. There's yeah. other people that have called in about the Nickoff. Do you reckon really? we can find any?
2: Yeah, yeah. let's just give them a go. little taste. Test. Oh, yuck.
0: Oh. <laughs> I've never even heard of the Nickoff. I want some. You
2: know what? The Nickoff it sounds like it would get rid of ghosts in houses. Well,
1: speaking of spirits, you reckon you've got a literal one?
2: Yeah. living in your house. Yeah, a bad one.
1: We've got paranormal investigators on the way, but Lisa, I just need to give you a reality check next. Okay. Rush our Triple M. If you've just joined us, we've just been reminiscing about the drinks people used to buy when they were finally of age, and the Nikoff vodka-flavoured wine is sent us all on a rabbit hole. Uh, if yeah. anybody out there has any of this, oh. I'd love to... I just for, The Reddit threads about this seems legendary.
2: Well, a lot of people are saying if you survived it, then there's there's like a group <laughs> that's a formed of people that actually survived drinking that Nikoff stuff. Now, Lisa, you are quite
1: insistent that there's a ghost in your house.
2: Yeah, there's a lot of things that are happening. Mm. Electronics don't work and mm. turning on and off and all sorts of stuff, yes. Yeah.
1: So much so that we now have uh, Sarah from Highland Park, who is uh, part of the Gold Coast Paranormal Investigators, mm. We spoke to her on the show yesterday, and she's coming out to your house this week yep. to investigate whether, who, what this is. She's a psychic is. medium as well, so right. she
2: can speak to spirits on the other side as to what they would like from me. So she says... <laughs> yesterday
1: on the Such show... I'm a sceptic. Uh, yeah, I am, because yesterday I asked her, you know, is this Ghostbuster style, is she bringing a proton pack or whatever? What what equipment does she bring to investigate That's this idiotic,
2: thing? Liam. Uh, so, yeah, that's the idiotic <laughs>
1: part of this whole thing. She told us she's bringing something called a spirit box, Yeah, which is meant to, uh, I guess, bring noises out of these spirits.
2: Communicate with the other side. Yeah, right. uh, look, I've seen some on some shows. Uh, I'd, I'm not a big fan of them, but...
1: Yeah, the, the idea is that the the spirit box takes the the noise from these spirits and frequency, yeah, the frequency, and Sarah can then use that frequency to communicate with these people. I've gone on a big spirit box deep dive today, Lisa. You go Jones. down a rabbit oh, hole of YouTube, gosh. did you? I've discovered a YouTuber called Cody, who owns a spirit box.
0: Uh, is this for real?
1: And yeah. Well, Cody thinks it is, uh, but. Cody's got a special spirit box because Cody's spirit box conveniently allows him to communicate with celebrities that have have passed on.
2: Why does he get special access to these celebrities on the other side? Well,
1: he's just lucky, I guess. Have a listen to uh, Cody's spirit box at work. I think you might recognize this first one.
2: Are we speaking to Michael right now?
1: Are we connected? (laughs) Wow, I hear you, Michael.
0: Yeah, that's Cody. I hear you, Michael.
2: What did Michael say?
0: Is that... that which Michael are we talking uh, about?
1: Could have swore that sounded exactly like Michael for a second. Bye. Cody, wow, yes, that's my name. Mm, oh. that's, that's Cody talking <laughs> to Michael Jackson through the spirit box. Oh, no. really? <laughs> well, he's in the room. Michael Jackson's joining oh, us in the room. Oh, it's Michael Jackson? You... That's who that was,
2: apparently. Can you sing me a song, Michael Jackson? Could
1: have swore that sounded exactly like Michael for a second.
2: Bye. Cody, that's...
0: wow, yes, that's my name. Is this seriously like where is he doing this from? Like, In the spirit room. Oh, come oh, geez. on, well, is this what's happening at your place next week? With I the... hope
1: not. Apparently, this is what she's bringing. She's bringing one of these things okay. so she can communicate. You might have a famous
0: person Maybe. haunting your joint.
2: Maybe Shane Warne's going to come around. <laughs> Maybe round. hanging out. Maybe oh, he's one of the right. BGS. Maybe he wants to talk about the cricket that happened.
0: Oh, hang on, Redcliffe. Redcliffe. Yeah, oh. The BGs could certainly be. It could be one of the BGs. We, 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 you could have a musician living in your Maybe. place.
2: Who knows? Oh, that sounds. I do. That sounds horrific. <laughs> I, I know.
1: You don't. <laughs> you don't have a ghost. And I can't wait for Sarah to turn up with this stupid spirit box, and hear a little bit of noise because she's pressing something behind her back, <laughs> and then suddenly find a way to communicate with this person.
2: Sure. Yeah. Whatever.
1: Anyway. All I'm saying, Liesl, is when she turns up with this spirit box, just, just be, just don't, just don't buy into it. Okay, I'm
2: not. You will.
1: <laughs> the band that you say is your all-time favourite gig, <gasps> yes, Birds of Tokyo on the show tomorrow. Oh, you're joking! And a man who ran across this country, Ned Brockman. He is also on the show tomorrow. It's going to be a massive show. Last night, I had the pleasure of going along to the Greg Norman medal uh, at the Brisbane City Town Hall. Uh, the you PJ did go events. The free food, but it that's was, okay. And it, was, and it was a delicious feed. But I also, last night, obviously, the uh, Australian Fortnite PJ Championship starts tomorrow at yes. Royal Queensland. But last night, they had panel with Cam Smith, Min Woo Lee and Adam Scott. And congratulations to Min Geely, uh, Min Woo Lee's sister, who took out the Greg Norman medal for player of the year. Oh, she is a superstar. She had an amazing year, well earned. But this panel, they were talking about golf more broadly and and Warren Smith, who was hosting, asked a question of Adam Scott about playing with Tiger back in his heyday and, and what made him so good and what he was capable of. And Adam Scott obviously said, you know, he was better than anybody has ever seen. But Fascinatingly so and this from as an elite sports person, I'd love your take on this. Tiger apparently, what he used to do when he was at his the height of his powers. If he caught anyone who was playing with him in a tournament looking at what he was picking club wise, if he caught anybody bag watching, what he would often do is pick the wrong club out and play a shot. So he might if he only needed a nine-iron, he might take a seven-iron or an eight-iron and hit that. And still nail it mm. because yeah. he's Tiger Woods. But then the player, his playing partner, would watch and go, well, I better hit an eight as well and blast it over the <gasps> back of the ground.
2: Ah, oh, didn't trust their own. Because, yeah. And it was Tiger's way of
1: saying, oh, I can do whatever I want. Yeah. it's he just, could. And he just sporting could. dirty tricks.
2: Stay in your own lane. Mind your own business. Otherwise, you'll come undone. Did you ever have any of that in swimming? Was it, did you ever play any of these mind games with people in the pool? I didn't because I was just too busy winning. No, just kidding. Ah! ah! Of uh, course you uh, are. No, uh, but I do remember one story, and this is way before my time. But it was—I'm pretty sure it was an American swimmer. But, but this was when false starts were still allowed, so you could false start and have another go. They don't allow that anymore. But someone false started, and as they went to the side, they peed in their op- op- opposition's lane. And as they walked out, and they said, "I peed in your lane." Oh my god! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Blech, you can't yeah. do that anymore. can ga- false start. What anymore. gave it away? <laughs> What's that?
0: As everyone else is getting out of the pool, they're still just staying in oh, the Oh, just a
2: wing. yeah. That had, but Macca, also,
0: that had Macca's mustard sauce the night before. It was very obvious. <laughs>
2: <laughs> a brocca gives it away too. <laughs> Makes it bright yellow. Uh, um, but also, do they not know that water doesn't just stay in the one lane? It does yeah, drift it does into move other around. lanes. Yeah. It moves
0: around. You've peed
1: in the pool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, you're all in it now.
2: Uh, right. We've got to get
1: out of here. Ned Brockman, Birds of Tokyo. Join us on the show tomorrow. Lisa Jones. Ciao for now. Dobbo. Farewell, name. We will see you tomorrow at 4 pm. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam, and Dobbo.